Hey, let's go ahead and go live. I'm going to put this back down here on the Kathy cam because Kathy is going to be painting uh, more than I will. So, and she's actually a better painter. So we'll just do that. Um, so, John, what episode are we on? Are you even here? No, I'm totally not here. Okay, you're not here. Good. Since you're not here, I'm not here yet. Were I here, I would remind you that it's not my job. <laughs> but I'm not here, so you don't have to hear that it's not my job. It's to not get back your job. It's Kathy's job. It's Kathy's job. Well, she's not back yet, so I have to lean on you on this right now. Okay. I mean, but I'm not here. We you're, had this discussion earlier. You're still, still not, here? not here. Still not no. here. Still not I mean, here. Were I here, I would tell you it's probably episode 114, but still, still not here. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm still here. getting alcohol. I mean, you're still getting alcohol? Okay. Look, I had to reach way over there to get my alcohol. It's episode 345. <laughs> uh, well, Congo has spoken. I hope Hope says it's episode 345. Welcome okay. to episode 345. We are podcasting from the future. Quarantine Day X. <laughs> Quarantine Day X. So, we really didn't have a lot that we were going to talk about except for the Adepticant. Kind of hang out, chill, see what he's doing. We weren't going to get all uppity and crazy because, I mean, dude, we just need to, like, sit back, relax, and have some fun. Uh, Kathy is going to be painting a very awesome miniature by Creature Caster. Uh, nicknamed the Twins, which the legal name is Scissorings of Desire. Am I correct on that? I'll have to wait till Scissorine Kathy. Of Desire, something like that, yeah. Okay. Suzerain of Desire, I can see it right there on the bottom of the page. Yeah. Uh, I saw that model at uh, Warfare Weekend last year. He didn't have any for sale, but he had it uh, there, and it was pretty sweet looking. They were really cool. I know a lot of people wanted to buy just the one he had there. Um, and he was like, sorry, no can do. You just have to wait. And so everybody's waiting. I am working on the Marcher World's uh, Dusk Wolf um, that I will be giving away. Um, watch our Facebook page. I will be giving away um, the Marcher World's... Uh, what is this called again? Shit. Um... The Dusk Wolf? No, or I'll be guy? giving away the Dusk Wolf, but I'll definitely be giving away uh, uh, this model also. And I'm, I'm like totally. Uh, the faction I'm going with, I am going with the Iron Star Alliance. Uh, I like the way their jacks look. I like the way their models look. Very. Um... Oh, I thought you were waiting for the Not Cricks faction. Uh, actually, um, Captain Mizzy decided. Weaver, thank you, Hellboop. I was, my brain was totally, I couldn't figure out what this was, what it was called. But I'm going to give away the Weaver um, on, on our Facebook page sometime next week. So keep an eye on that. Um, well, Captain Mizzy is getting into it. And so she was like, I really like those guys. And I'm like, okay, well, I like the, uh, the Iron Star Alliance Jack's looking too. So I'm like, I can, you know, I don't have a problem. That gives me a great topic. This is a great mini topic. It is. Uh, I know what you're doing with this. When the game comes out, you don't have to choose totally different factions from the people in your group. If you really like a faction, play that fucking faction. It's okay if two are playing the same faction. There are only so many factions in the world. Yeah. 
Um, but true. she she went she wanted to go with them, and I was like, I could have gone either way. Uh, okay. I liked I liked that both of them, but I was like, uh, okay, well she's gonna go with that. I'm I'm gonna go with this one. I could I could deal with the Iron Star Alliance. I, I don't I like their jacks. I like the way the models look. They're very. Uh, I like the rules of them because you know the rules for the most part are out. Um, so I don't have a problem with them. Um, they look neat, so not too worried about it. Um, and she really, really, really likes those guys. So I was like, uh, okay, cool. Because I know if I ever want to play with them, she'll let me borrow them. So, not too hung up over it. If you know what I mean. So I'm going to be giving away her away sometime this week. Uh, and then... Uh, I will definitely give away the Duskwolf once I'm done painting it. Um, there is a third model they gave us, and it's just a basic troop model, um, which I'll paint up and I'll give away too. Ooh, so not used to heavy metal. Since all these models are metal now, I, I'm like, I'm not used to them being in my hand. I'm so used to plastic and not having to hold on to everything so tightly. And I'll paint him up and I'll give him away too, but he's way off the table. Because I still have all the Night Watch I want to finish and the special warp gates I printed out. Even though I'll get the warp gates. Even though I'll get warp gates with my uh, pledge, I'll probably just give those out to somebody too so I don't have to worry about it. Ah. Sorry guys, I am fighting my allergies so if you hear me sniffing. Um, Kathy is going to be working on her model. That's the reason why we got her on the big screen. Uh, I'll be working on mine uh, on the small screen. Um, and uh, I'll be working on this bottle of whiskey. <laughs> which we need to go ahead and thank all of our sponsors during this time since we've been doing this. Uh, we want to thank uh, Metalhead Minis. Uh, also give, uh, give a shout out to Lynn. Uh, she started up this Adepticant thing. Uh, her and Yeji kind of and Nestor kind of brought it out to fruition and I think it's a really good thing to help people going and doing stuff. Um, and, uh, she's, I'm going to be talking to her about, uh, see if she can give some of our product away for just for shipping for some people that we promised to get some stuff out to at Adepticon. Mostly it was stuff that I was going to do. Um, and see if she can help us out with shipping. Um, we also want to thank creature caster, which Kathy is of course painting, uh, one of their newest models on there. Uh, we want to thank Muson Minis for sponsoring uh, the podcast and helping us get in and out to everybody. And Tectonic Craft Studios, Dan, I wanted to see you this week. Oh, I'm so upset about that. Uh, I only get to see him like twice a year, and so that was kind of a bummer. But we got to do what we got to do. Um, so let's get back to our ritual of, John, what are you drinking tonight besides that whiskey you're talking about? More whiskey? More whiskey? I mean, I have two other bottles of alcohol if I have to, but I'm thinking if I finish that whiskey tonight, I'm going to have a very bad day tomorrow, and so that's not really my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I do that's... still have to actually physically go into work. <laughs> so uh, I'll just be drinking the whiskey. Um, uh, Hello, Boob's got a white Russian. Uh, Kathy, nice. what are you drinking? Should I guess? Tonic. Tonic? Yeah. And Gonzo is not drinking some crazy uh, beer that sounds terrible to those who hate beer. <laughs> Apparently, he's probably going to be drinking water, Gonzo. Gonzo is drinking water today because since I have this allergy, the meds I 
take, you know, of course, dry out all my sinuses and everything else. So I'm like, uh, I have to replenish my agua intake. I mean, so you you take the vodka and you mix it with orange Pedialyte, right? <laughs> or, uh, uh, that sounds so bad, John. <laughs> It sounds well, so you, bad. You get drunk. You get too bad. You get the uh, you get all your 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 pee lights, electrolytes back. You'd be fine, right? No. Uh, no. So, guys, I not, uh, suggest trying that drink ever. No, it's a joke. We do have. Uh, I know we have some uh, salutes out there today. Um, one, we are definitely saluting everybody that is, has to work during all this crap, and especially yep. the people that are. Keeping the country running right now, all of our retail workers, truck drivers, etc., doctors, nurses, you name it, uh, we do give a salute out to them because um, they are the one keeping everything going. Uh, yes, Captain Mizzy, she's been working her butt off this last week. Um, I get I get texts every so often. It's like I hate fucking stupid people. I hate fucking stupid people, and I'm like, I know you'll get through this. Um, but we also have, uh, a couple of celebrity ones, um, for everybody to know, uh, who passed away this morning? Kenny, oh, this morning? Was it this morning or was it yesterday? My time. I mean, I know Kenny Rogers passed away. Yeah, so maybe that's one, I don't I couldn't remember if it was this morning or not. I just remember my days are kind of running together being at home for so long. Um, so it's kind of just going and going and going yeah, um, and the popular joke is he really knows how knows the right time to fold them yes yeah um did, they, did anybody say i never read why was it any reason just natural uh, causes he's in his 80s so okay. I, mean, yeah. I don't think it was coronavirus related at all uh-uh okay that's why i was kind of curious if it was that or like he had cancer or you know nope Nope. He's just old. He's just, just done. Old. And then another one less known, but sort of up my alley, uh, Tyler Jones, who was uh, with Real Big Fish as a trumpet player for a while, passed away, too. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I love Real Big Fish. He was only on Real Big Fish for a while, but uh, he was uh, an amusing personality. Hey, or he was Crest. also with Spring Hill, Spring Hill Chat. Hey, Art Crest. So... So, for everybody out there, for everybody that's still working and has to work uh, because they're necessary for this country to survive, retail workers, doctors, nurses, etc., etc., thank you so much. Um, for everybody that is trying to keep the Adepticon feeling alive and doing Adepticant, uh, we appreciate that, too. Um, cheers. 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 H2O. <laughs> Man, hits me right there. Oh. <laughs> You're leaning on that a little much. Just Mark what? is painting. Hello. Office workers in the UK have to work from home, he says. Yeah, I, uh, I work from home. So I get that. But that gave us something. I know that... Uh, uh, like Erica, they closed her place for two weeks, but they gave them pay, which I thought was very, very good. Yeah, it's amazing. Yes. Hats off to that company. Uh, Ross, by the way, 
Anybody do that? I thought that was a very, I mean, this is a difficult Oh, time. nice, yeah. So, which is good. Um, so, everybody knows that Adepticon is canceled, which really, really stinks, but it's understandable. Uh, Adepticon is one of my favorite conventions to go to. Um, I really, really, really enjoy it. I, uh... I really, really like going to it, um, not only for the vendors, but really for the friends, because that's where, it seems like that's where all the painting community, all the miniature community, all the family goes, and I know, like, Captain Mizzy, this is going to be her first time, and she had some classes planned out, and all this other stuff and everything, and so it was like a really big bummer when it hit. We all understand why we're not you know, not, not dogging them at all. It's just, it's actually a big it's, bummer. It's just sad. It's, yeah. it's just well, sad. It's something also, that I can't solve them. Had to. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, we're, we're, we're not complaining about them doing it. We're complaining that we we don't get to see our friends and hang out yeah. and stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. A, this is no diss on them or the people that had, you know, that told them that they had to shut down at all. Yeah, this is more of damn it. Yeah. It's, Understandable, but it sucks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We're like fucking germs, viruses, peoples. So I did check, and the, they've already said their dates for next year, and uh, I can go next year also because it's also during my spring break next year. Excellent. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's one of my, like I said, it's one of my favorite conventions to go to. I feel. I feel really happy going to Adepticon because it is so friendly of, and it's got a ton of my friends and we're all there. We're all doing stuff. We're all enjoying things going on. We're all hanging out. Um, it's where I've met, you know, quite a few people. I was actually going there to try to talk to some vendors and stuff and try to do a little smoozing because, you know, for warfare weekend, and uh, I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to go and kind of, you know, hang out and talk oh. with people. Because uh-huh. I was looking forward to, and I don't want to say schmoozing, but I we bought business cards and everything, and I was all in on it. And I was like, can't wait to go talk to people and figure things out and see if I can get anybody to come with me. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. But I was what I was really, 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 really disappointed in is that... Uh, I didn't get to play in the Song of Nights and Fire tournament. I was really looking forward to that because I don't get to play it very often here. And yeah. I knew I was going to get, you know, five, six games in. So I was like, man, I'm really looking forward to playing that. And boom. Nope. I was like, damn it. Well, that's that's my home show. That's that's the one that that we plan for, you know... All year. I mean, planning for it starts. Well, you you saw the yeah. the dates are already posted for next year. Planning has already started. Well, you have to because so many conventions are canceled, and it's going to be a a knife fight for any date you want. Yeah. Because no one knows what's happening. I mean, I work with a bunch of people who are planning conventions, and I know that some of them are like, we want to push it back. Some might want to do it later. We don't. We just don't know because we don't know when. Everything is going to be, 
I don't want to say normal again, but some we'll be semblance to of normality. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way. Some <laughs> semblance of normality. So, yeah, we don't know, but I mean, it's better to say, "Hey, we're going to be on this date, and we'll see everybody then," than to go up in the air and go, "Oh." No, no, no. It's it's a good idea. Yeah. It's just that it's it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. It is. I'm happy that you know I, I we haven't heard a lot of news yet about what they're going to do with you know people's you know classes cut you know or people that paid already what they're going to do with that and and then it's okay i'm not worried about it um adepticon's always done a good show they're always good people i'm sure they're gonna figure out whatever they need to figure out and they'll get back with us so i am not worried one bit i don't know if you can see this on my screen what's that uh, I, I'm sitting there painting on it, and even though if I was on screen, so you could see me painting on it. You've been on more or less the whole okay. time. My eyes are still pretty bad. They're still kind of watery, and I'm waiting. That's because for... you're old. Yes, I am old, and I am waiting for my glasses uh, to Your come Your bifocals? In. My bifocals, because I'm actually kind of, you know, I'm like, I wonder if this old. is going to help. <laughs> old. But I, I, I'm really, honestly, I'm like, I really kind of want to... You know, see how this is going to, you know, improve my painting. Because without my glasses, it's still, I can see, but it's like the details are just too small. And oh. they, um, you know, when they were testing my eyes and they were clicking all the lenses and stuff, he goes, here's what it's going to be, you know, and when you have your, when you look through your bifocals and he had a card up and it was like, you know, inches from my face. And I was like, I can see it all. And he's like, that's what it's going to be like with your bifocals. And I'm like, I can't wait. <laughs> Because, you know, my nearsightedness is the problem right now. Uh, when it gets to real small, you know, real tight details, I can't see shit. I, I find it amusing you can paint without your glasses on. Um, if I had yeah. my glasses on, it would be a lot harder to paint. Wow. So I have to take them off to paint like this. And it's, you know, it's not good for my eyes, but I need to get stuff done. But I um, don't do too bad. My problem when I take my glasses off to paint, because I can see the model better, but then I can't see my palette, like, at all. Oh, no, I don't have a problem with my palette. Like, it, it, it's where my brush is going. That's where my problem is, is I've, you know, I've made some mistakes in here, I'm going to fix in a minute, but for the most part, it's okay. Like I said, I'm not, this isn't going to be, you know, an awesome paint job. These are just... What I would do if I was going to paint him my way. I'm not doing Marcher World, so I'm not worried about it. I actually am going to, like I said, uh, someone asked if I, what faction I was going to do. I'm going to do the Iron Star Alliance. And I technically, uh, I've been dying to do this for a long time. I was going to do it for another game, but uh, it kind of got pushed back and nothing's happened. I am going to uh, do the color shift on all the models. All their Oof. armors are going to be color shifted. And since I can oh, airbrush sweet. it, it, you know, it shouldn't be. And then go back and do the detail work on it. Oh, that was Kathy's camera. tell you what, it. I've been using these Trodor paints. And I used them on the metals on this. I did use other metallic paints. Mm -hmm. But they were so much fun. And there's such a variety of different colors with these color shift paints. I haven't used the... I, I have the, the green stuff one. I don't have the Turbo Dorks. Turbo Dork. Which I probably... Turbo Dork. See? 
see how the how it shifts on the label it actually shifts in those colors on the model I probably need to and I up. didn't even I didn't even use it the way they recommend you do. No. So which is what yeah. airbrushing? They they recommend just like with the 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 green stuff world ones that you use the glossy black whatever and I'm like I'm just going to mix this with this other like I mixed I, I mixed this with I don't know one of these. I mixed so I mixed this blue raspberry and this liquitex iridescent bright silver ink together i used a little bit of the silver ink i used more of the the color shift paint because i didn't want to lose the color shift property of it uh -huh. mm -hmm. and that's what i i mean you can't tell unless you're right in front of it the, the camera just doesn't quite do it justice but that's what i used on this the silver parts of this yeah it really doesn't show up on the camera well but to the naked eye, it actually is noticeable. And oh, I've, like Kathy, I didn't, don't just do it over whatever they say. I've had some luck over putting it over sort of one of the two shades in it even, or like a silver. And it actually really works sort of like the uh, contrast paints in some ways, where it actually has a good effect then. Because you put it over one of the two paints, you get sort of more of that color through, but you still get the shifting. Um, it becomes a little more... I don't know, subtle. But, or, uh, so there's a lot more you can do with that. Don't just necessarily use the instructions. We didn't get where we are by just using the instructions for paints, right? Yeah. Yep. But I should probably pick up their set of metallics because they're going to be at Warfare Weekend. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to well the metallics uh, turbo dork you mean yeah turbo dork is playing the metallics there. and the color shifts are not the same thing no they're not <laughs> no but they are planning on making an appearance at warfare weekend that's, oh, that's cool awesome. i'm looking forward to that wish i could say the same but seems likely hmm. i will try it up I'm talking about that. I'm going to try something crazy here now. Since we're doing that, I'm going to try uh, staring at models. Going to try some weird stuff on them. Yeah. But so no, I was going to do. Uh, I, was, I wanted to do the color shift because I think that would look really, really cool. I don't know what color yet, but I think it would look really neat. Uh, and then you know, paint in like the minor details, um, but make it where it's pretty color shift. I'm not sure what color shift I would like to go with. I don't know if I want to go a red or a blue. I am not What's really sure. What's the overall color of the model going to be? Um, I don't know. Give me a second. I haven't decided. So I'd also suggest when you decide, get the color you want to use and test it, test it, test it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Practice it on other stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's definitely... Uh, I, I mean, I didn't. Actually, I did. I, I I tested it on the back of my hand. That's how I knew that the uh, there's a remnant of it left still. That's how I knew that the the blue raspberry turbo dork <laughs> paint would mix with the the Liquitex ink because yeah, I wasn't certain that it was going to work. Yeah, the Iron Star Alliance are like a metallic silver type thing an orange um metallic orange 
Well, no, they're a metallic silver and gray with like orange and different things. Like, look, look at the camera for a second. I don't know. I actually find metallic orange to be an interesting sort of color. It is kind of a two. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. No. Because I, I mean, haven't really seen that too much. I think I have something for that. They're kind of a metallic silver and gray and then like orange, all you know, techno parts. Orange is yellow, um, which is okay. But What you're saying uh, looks like you want afterburner. Is that what it is? But I figure every part that's going to be gray or silver on this model, uh, I want to put as the color shifts. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be neat. What? I don't know yet. That's where, that's where I'm kind of stuck on. Um, so I'm kind of waiting on that. I'm looking at your little thing you sent me, John. Yeah, figure I send you the color. That look, just a quick look at look at the one you might want to do. Yeah, I'll probably pick up the entire color shift set, and then figure out something else for that. But I mean, it's not. There's a lot, and I'm, this is probably one of the one times I say, you probably don't want to pick up the whole set. It's not like you're going to use them all. Right. It's very well, unlikely. Well, that's how I am with every set of everything. I wish you had a You know, half at it, anybody who wants to pick up a whole set of something, I just usually end up getting a few bottles of something. You know, the colors I tend to use the most. Mm -hmm. And for something really niche, like a uh, like a turbo dork, like a, uh, like a color shift paint, you really always want to pick the ones up you want to use or want to try out. Oh, I kind of like that. The, the wavelength. It's a blue and purple. I mean, so... Blue and purple is pretty much what they have the most of. You know, from cool blue raspberry through your wavelength through even the 3D glasses that I use. It's really sort of like a turquoise to a purple. A I mean, that's blue raspberry. It sounds like it would be kind of cool if you've got orange going on on your model. It'd be a nice mm -hmm. contrast. Yeah, the blue yeah. raspberry is nice because it's it's it, it starts the blue and then goes to a soft purple. Uh, oh yeah, I like that. I think one. that would uh, that would really stand out against orange if you were going to be using the orange color scheme. Yeah, because the wavelength is a dark blue to dark purple. Yeah, it's very dark. Um, I'd actually definitely test that one out beforehand because I'm not sure how it would show up. I've used lighter ones and. Again, like the, sometimes it ends up being subtle. I want to try some more stuff with them, but that requires more time. And yeah, the blue raspberry looks really good because it'll be nice. It'll be bright because one of the things about the color shifts is if you get too dark, it just looks like it's black. You have to get up really close for it to actually look really cool. And I, and I like the blue to... On that. that one's not a bad one. And if I use... If I do... Uh, the orange, like you're saying, that would really do good. I'm just looking. Yeah, at I, haven't, I haven't seen their colors yet. I just know that they had them. It seems like a lot of the stuff you do when you add it in, it, it, it detracts from the shiftiness of it, if you will. Correct. But still may give you a cool effect. There's just like a hint of it then. Yeah, because the I, only uh, thing that's going to be different... Camera's all wigging out, Kathy. I know. I don't know what causes that. I don't understand. Uh, 
That's another that. After I bumped the little things on it, and you actually even have to be really careful how you seal it afterwards, because that can even affect the uh, oh yeah the shift. Yeah, you're not supposed to seal it at all, because it usually dulls it out and just makes them horrible. But yeah, I was definitely going to take and get whatever color I was going to use. Um, get some plastic card and prime it, uh, and then get go from there. Get an actual model with similar curves and uh, features to what you're trying, because you want to make sure it works on what you're doing. Uh, testing it on a pure flat surface isn't going to help if all your guys are curved, because the curvature is going to affect how it shifts, and you want to get the right look. I got a Space Marine I can use. Space Marine. Uh, I love the juice boxes of uh, guys for Games Workshop. Those are the small three-man boxes. Any of those are great for testing. Oh, I could print out anything I wanted, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> well, honestly, I wouldn't just because the slight problems with printing, that sort of graininess you sometimes get, or the uh, the layers built up, might affect how it builds up, too. Oh, no, these We're these talking... are completely perfect. Is it the print. resin one? The, the It's, it's the uh, resin prints. Yeah, the resin prints are a little more smooth. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about that. The resin prints are, my resin prints are pretty much near perfect now. So I don't have to worry about that. Which, talking about that, the resin print. I know during Adepticon I said I was going to give away these uh, chibi models and stuff. And uh, since Adepticon's not here, I'm going to find an alternate way to get these to people. Um, so they can get their hands on them. They're just free models I decided to print because I thought it would be kind of cool. be kind of neat to just give stuff away. You know, make some more friends. And such. So I've got about, I think I've got about 12 of those, or no, more than 12. Because I know like four of them are going to certain people. One, two, three, four. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Looks like about 15 to give away to people. It'll be first come, first serve type thing. But that's just a different story. But, going back to the thing, I was really, really looking forward to playing Song of Ice and Fire. I was, like, really bummed out that I didn't get to play it, because, one, I have almost my entire army painted, and two, I was going to give, we were going to give away that, uh, I have those, um, tactic boards. The tracker things? Yeah, the tactic boards that Mizzy and I designed, and uh, we were going to give those away, and, well, that's not going to happen now. I was like, damn it. Because I know I have a lot of people have been asking us to sell those. And I'm like, I can, but shipping is always the big bitch. Mm -hmm. Yep. Shipping is always going to be a problem. For anybody that wants to send stuff or do things, shipping is always the problem. I have to figure out a way to get those out, and just I'll print out new ones next year. So, I was looking forward to seeing all the cool stuff coming out too. Like the vendor area is one of my favorite vendor areas. So, wah, wah, wah. I was looking forward to a Fort Wampum. Oh yeah, I always like. And of course. Getting all kinds of sweaty hugs from my sweaty gamer family yeah. because it's uh it's it's my family reunion going to Adepticon. Oh yeah, yeah. 
That's the reason why and I liked in it. In fact, Orcris Gaming in the chat, I was going to meet face to face. Finally. We were going to wear onesies around the hotel and be silly. You mean I could have met Orcris? We were going to have a beach party without sand. How about the bingo? Are we going to get a beach party bingo? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> oh, man. I'm really hating this allergy weather. Well, I mean, fortunately, it, ha unfortunately it happens every year. Every oh, yeah. spring. Every fall. Every summer. Every winter. <laughs> My allergies are pretty minor in comparison to yours. Yeah, mine are always bad. It's stupid genetics. One day some cats. Do what? what? I'm allergic to Mondays and cats. Mondays and cats. <laughs> All right. So Which is ironic the... if you think of a certain uh, comic strip. You mean Garfield? Cat that hates Mondays. Yeah, pretty much. They're really, 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 really light blue. Work on the gate a little bit. Uh, I really like blue as well. Oh, you know what I did today for the very first time? I painted a spacescape. I saw that. And uh, I know Jim has done, back when he used to do paintings and sell his 2D art, he did a lot of spacescapes and would sell them at sci-fi conventions. Mm -hmm. And so we just sat down at the kitchen table and we just had some junk old mat board and got our paints out. And, you know, he started doing one and was kind of explaining to me a little bit of the sort of formula, you know, of the composition. And, uh, and I just kind of was trying to feel my way through it on my little piece of mat board. And uh, it was a lot of fun. If, if he hadn't said... Hey, Kathy, five thirty. I would not have eaten supper or done a podcast. It's still be at the kitchen table painting space, the final frontier. I guess it's a good thing you reminded you then. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. I, I was having that involved. Yeah, I was having a lot of fun. Well, that's all I've done. I mean, there was times I was like. Crap, I need to get up and eat. Uh, crap, I need to get up and go to bed. On some Oh, nights. that was me when I used to play uh, Diablo. I, I haven't played any video games in a, quite a while here. My setup just isn't convenient for it. So instead, I am learning Dutch on a phone app. And... Exercising. Exercising. So that's that's what I'm doing instead of instead of playing Diablo. I are improving myself. I mean, I mean, yeah, but what's your Diablo character? They're sitting there collecting dust. Whatever. I've played it enough times. I don't really care. So many, so many times you can mash a button. Fair enough. Yeah. 
mean, there's always more button mashing to do. That is true. That's what a lot of people are doing with the uh, Doom right now. I assume aminal, a, aminal crossing is less uh, button mashing? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit less. I mean, you're still doing some button mashing, but it's uh, to the point where you're building and flying and hanging out with people because there's a social aspect to the game. People just need to open up their airport so I can come and visit them when they're playing. <laughs> That's what you meant. You were being vague. I'm like, uh, I don't think you should be going anywhere. <laughs> well, the people that knew what I was talking about knew what I was talking about. I mean, the people that was directed at. Yeah, but the rest of us thought you were fucking nuts. But we think that anyway, so is. go on. Kathy, go don't on. let him know that. More <laughs> fucking nuts. Is that true? More fucking nuts. Yeah. So <laughs> on the game, if you want people to visit your place, which you get rewards for going and seeing people or different things like that, you have to open up your airport and be open to online play. And so it's like, people need to start opening up their airports so I can come in and help them out and give them materials, deliver things, you know, be a nice dude. Look, if I'm playing a video game, people come to help me out. They better be shooting some motherfuckers. I was delivering supplies. I would help you out with that, John. This, this Borderlands 3 is the only one I'm playing that can do that. I do technically play a bunch of Star Realms, but that's more just passing the time than actually playing a game. So I don't have enough time to play any, do anything worthwhile in uh, Borderlands, so I'm just going to play some Star Realms. Are you pretty? Are you, you, you've done the whole story mode of Borderlands, though, right? No, God, no. I ain't had time. Oh, you haven't touched I the story? I don't. I just don't have the time to put together for that. You generally get a little bit of time. Other stuff I want to do, need to do. I go into a long story of choices I've made uh, that take a lot of time that may not be the best. Yeah, I haven't I haven't completed the story mode yet on Borderlands 3. Let me spoiler for you. Two podcasts where you review movies? Fucking terrible idea. <laughs> you spend a lot of time watching movies. Which I no, did a decent to... amount. What's that? I did a decent amount of movie watching. I have some things to talk about this time. With my shocked face. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Most on Netflix. Movie. So, got plenty of that to do. I really like these gates, Kathy. You're going to have a lot of fun painting these. I know. They look really cool. They are pretty neat. Sorry if you hear me sniffling, guys. I'm trying to keep it under control. Stupid allergies. So. Um, but there are a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of vendors that are selling their stuff um, and giving the sales online. So if you still want to support those people, you can. Uh, and they're going to need it because they, you know, a lot of them were, you know, 
This is where they would make their money. Yep. A, a, a big, a big money-making time for them, and they're completely out. Closed. Yes. Closed. Done. Finito. Can't do it. Um, I didn't see. Did anybody watch the uh, 40k thing that they did, or is that gone yet already? I don't think it's gone yet. Has it gone yet? Okay, cool. Because yeah. I know 40k or the the Games Workshop had a uh, thing that they were going to talk about, and I was like, oh, has it gone yet, or has it not gone yet? Because I was looking to see what they were always going to, they what they were planning on doing next year and such. Because that was always a that's always a cool thing to watch, in my opinion. Even though I don't mm -hmm. play much 40k or you know any of those games, but I'm all, I'm game for it. So, I actually was kind of looking forward to the bazaar too. I like the bits bazaar. I like you know picking up some. Bits really bazaar cool is fun. Yeah, I was kind of. Yep. I was like, dang it! I always get some good deals, and of course it's models and stuff I really don't need. But I'm like, I don't care. I get stuff cheap and it's fun. Also, people trying to get rid of their stuff. They're doing it for that reason. So. Plus, uh, we were going to finally get to take Mizzy's to Portillo's, and she's never been. And uh, she was pretty bummed about that. <laughs> I was like, well, next year. We'll get it done. So. Oh. You're game for anything, let's be honest. Benya, I'm pretty much game for almost anything. I'm not going to argue with you on that. I, I'm pretty much, yeah, let's go do this. Okay, yeah, let's go do it. I am okay with that. I'll tell you one thing I'm not game for. One of the series that I tried to watch this week. Uh-oh. Boy, that, that I, I gave it a shot. I really did. I gave it like three to four episodes. And I was like, nope, that's not, nuh-uh, nope, I'm done. Not for me. And we'll talk about that during the uh, media section. But I would. Do you have a lot of stuff? Because we could just start early. What we're, time is it? We're pretty free flowing tonight with our, you know. Oh no! It's, it's not that many. Just... Not that many. Not 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 that many to go right now. But there was one I was like, nah. Nope. We we can skip this series from here on out. So, it's uh, unusual for you because usually you'll just sort of, you know, power through it despite everything. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> not this one. And I, it actually thought it was going to be kind of neat, and I was like, nah. So, ooh, oh, that's weird. kind of just like slopping paint on this. I'm not caring a damn. I'm kind of doing the same thing over here. Yeah, but you're slopping yeah, paint on Yeah, some blue and you're using salmon. Your slopping is a, is a good salmon. <laughs> this is a mixture of Reaper Clear Yellow, Reaper Clear Magenta, and Titanium White. Right. Salmon. Looks pretty salmony through the uh, through the video. I don't know what it looks like in person, but yeah, 
I would call it's, that. Uh, That's good. It's, it's similar. It's a little more burnt out uh, on the video. <laughs> oh, you got a heavy ready to fire. Um, I couldn't even get. Uh, okay, now let, let me say, Ready Player One. In my opinion, I did not like it as a representation of the book. We know that. I was very disappointed that they didn't do certain things from the book. I get why they didn't. I was just very disappointed that they didn't and they didn't follow some of the stuff from the book because there was some stuff that was pivotal from the book. Was the ending still pretty cool? Hell yeah. I'm not going to argue that one bit. But I was still kind of upset about that. Okay, I need that lighter blue. Um, uh, you're gonna laugh when you hear what the the show what the movie, what the show was, because it was definitely not good, and I gave it a shot. I hated it. I, I hated it. I hated it, and I hated it for the fact that it was. To me, the book, and it's a nostalgia thing about it. The book was really cool. And I understand that there was things that they couldn't do, like, you know, him searching for the clue and it took, you know, so many years to do it. I understand that. But there were so many things that they could have done a whole lot better. So many things they could have done. So, yes, I did hate the movie. I am planning on rewatching it again, give it another shot. Um, and, and going in the mindset that they're not doing the book, they're doing a remake. No, no, no. The, the nostalgia of what was in the book. Of going back to the 80s and all that stuff. And the video games and all that stuff. That was kind of the thing. Oh, just knocked my camera around. That's me every day. I always hit my camera with the side of my headset. It's almost like we've talked about this recently. <laughs> All right. So. Sorry, I'm shaking some paint up I haven't used in forever. Anybody else out there working on projects? Nope. I tried Hellboop, I tried Castlevania, and I got through season one. I just haven't watched any other ones. I kind of was like, eh. I had, like, I wanted to get some soup in me today. I was like, oh, I could really deal with some good soup or whatever. And, like, they were like, oh, hey, we have tomato soup. And I guess then we have to do grilled cheese. It's, like, mandatory. If you have tomato soup and you don't have grilled cheese, there's something wrong with you. I like one of those two things. Grilled cheese? Goddamn right. <laughs> yep. I'm with you 100%. I don't like tomato broth. Sorry, I am a more of a stew guy. Tomato broth, that's pretty funny. <laughs> if you make tomato <laughs> stew, much what I'm it is. probably going to vomit because I hate cooked and stewed it's tomatoes. basically tomato soup, watered down tomato paste. Watered down tomato paste? <laughs> pretty much. With extra salt. Oh, well, Bania is asking me the proper way to make tomato soup. Uh, open the can. Throw it in the garbage. 
<laughs> As you know, whenever you pour, you pour it in the dish, in the, in the saucepan. Oh, I was going pour straight that down to the sink, the I guess. <laughs> Why dirty a dish? For what proper, did that poor dish ever do to you? Well, it gets, it gets cleaned again. It's for proper emphasis. <laughs> to get cleaned again. Yeah, I know some people love it. Hats off, you love it. Uh, but that's not my thing. Cooked tomatoes are not like small amounts, maybe that you get too stewed or too cooked. Uh, the flavor is no. Yeah, stewed is like the worst. The worst, yes. I like, yeah. But I like spaghetti sauce. I like, you know, pizza sauce. Yeah, there's something to those. But I got something, something going on. So you wouldn't have a problem I mean, with tomato bisque then. Probably not tomato bisque, yeah. Tomato soup's just too much like broth and tomato, you know, anything, tomato stew would be fuck awful. Tomato stew. You need to be somewhere in between. I, I could see getting them some nice, uh, you know, spaghetti sauce and dipping a grilled cheese in that. I could see that, sure. That sounds oh, good. Yeah. You get a little something, something out of it. But that's really like more like flavor. hot salsa, isn't it? Can't flavor. <laughs> It's never really been my thing. I like a good tomato soup. And you have to have a grilled cheese with it, though. That's the thing. If you don't have grilled cheese with it, it's not worth it, in my opinion. I mean, we agree on part of that statement. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, got the Mizzy. Eat your grilled cheese, cheese, right? And you don't eat any... Slice up some green olives and put them in that grilled cheese. Ugh. I can't stand olives. Sorry for oh. the uh, stereo retching stories. There, Kathy. I love me some olives. I love like mm-hmm. olives in small amounts in certain things. Not mm-hmm. my grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Grilled cheese should really have a handful of ingredients. Bread, cheese, probably some butter to put on the bread. I like Banyan's idea. Bacon grilled cheese with a side of olives. I'm moving in with Banyan and you can come live here. Uh, I mean, okay. (laughs) I'm okay with bacon grilled cheese, but isn't that just a bacon sandwich with cheese on it? It's a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon in it. No, no. Once you add a meat, a meat is the main part of the sandwich. The cheese becomes a condiment for the meat. I disagree. You're allowed to. <laughs> so, I mean, just once you add meat, that the meat becomes a thing. It's not like a cheese and ham sandwich. It's a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Then again, you want a good grilled ham and cheese sandwich. That's that's pretty good too. My bacon for a BLT, and I know people are going to rage, but BLT, perfect sandwich. Somewhere in front of me. Oh, I have a sea, I have a sea of bottles in front of me, and I managed to find my my glaze medium. <laughs> that just means you get muscle memory where you're putting it in. That's perfect. No, no, it was luck. Pure luck. And a. Uh, we uh, for my boss's birthday, we ordered out from uh, the local uh, sub place, and uh, I got the BLT sub. 
Uh, very good. The, the bread was nice. Bacon very crispy. Tomato was fresh. The only problem is the lettuce was not like just iceberg lettuce. It was something uh, in between little romaine. It was uh, not quite as crispy as it needed to be. It was okay, but it detracted a little bit from the BLT. Oh, uh, limp stuff. lettuce. No good. Well, I think BLT is a very hard thing to do perfectly. But when it's perfect, it is the best sandwich. All the other sandwiches are It's really not that difficult to do. Having worked in a deli. Well, I, There's I, a way. I, I, a lot of places don't. That's why I love going to like the little grills and all, where like you got these, this old couple, you know, running a grill. That's their, you know, their retirement. And we're going to run this grill. And they come in, they make BLTs right. That's where I worked. It was just a little place. Yep. I mean, a lot of sandwiches. The bigger the place, the less likely they'll get their BLT. That's fair. Right, those bigger places and have other good stuff. So, it's all good. And, uh, this is the part where Bacon, we lettuce, and toast? Yeah, I anyways. It isn't like any sort of... Any sort of tomato. See, I'm not much of a BLT person, so... Uh, it wouldn't be my first choice, but... If somebody handed me one, I wouldn't turn it down. Oh, yeah. Food is food. I think it would probably be my first choice. Uh, like Unless I'd really a craving for something else, like a steak sub or something. Spicy Italian is like where it's at for me. All the pieces. They're never right. They're always either too spicy or well, that was spicy. Come on, motherfucker, what? <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It just has to taste good. Excuse me. Uh, one of the things oh. I always always tell people is like, oh, this is really hot. I go, but does it taste good? Because I don't care if it's hot and it tastes bad. I want it if it's going to be hot and it Wait. needs to taste good. Oh, so you mean yeah, you don't like sauces, like actual hot sauces? Yeah, I want stuff. If it's going to be hot, give me some flavor with it. I'm not going to so blow hot. out my butthole just for spice. I gotta have some I flavor. Can statement i'm just gonna go um the reason i went to the grocery store when i did like uh last thursday I actually went again this past friday on the way home but uh was because i had left over half of a uh cadoba burrito that uh buoy had brought me and uh but that was dry there was no sauce on it so i needed to get some sauce and of course that wasn't sold out but um, while I'm there buying toilet paper for a coworker, yes, that actually happened because they couldn't find any, and we could. Uh, I actually found some nice honey habanero uh, hot sauce that was Ooh. very good on it. I I know people aren't a fan of habanero, but it's my favorite because it hits you, you get that heat and that flavor, and then it, it lasts for a little bit, and then goes away. Yeah, habanero is good. It never, never overstays its welcome too long. That's pretty tasty. I need to go find some more stuff to put it on. Actually, uh, Bane and I were watching a video. Uh, Mark Werber, who one of the guys who helped design the Mars rovers, does a lot of other cool stuff. Has a cool YouTube channel. Was talking about the uh, the new plant-based meat alternatives, the uh -huh. Impossible Burger, and whatever the other one's called. And they said, like, hey, you you can make tacos out of this. And I'm like, that is a good idea. Because once you get the spices and everything on it, you're not going to be able to tell that it's not meat. Yeah. And honestly, when 
eat the Apostle Whopper, I can't tell. See, I've never had one. Is it... I mean, did it taste good? Yes, it tasted like a Whopper. Huh. Like, exactly. Like, did not tell. I could tell the next morning it was a little... Uh, a little rough on the digestive tract, but that's probably because I hadn't had a lot of uh, vegetable matter in a while. I have that problem once in a while. I get on a, I get to not eating the occasional salad and all. Yeah. And sometimes that'll cause you problems. So, but it was very good. Uh, I will probably get one tomorrow night on the way home from work. Cause it seems like that's what I'm craving. Burger, not burger. I mean. When it tastes just as good as a regular burger, we were talking about it, like, when they get that and they can do steak, done. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have to eat, you know, dead cow. I can eat. As long as it tastes like steak, we're good. Yeah. Even if I have to use, like, the, you know, they offer the, the steak sauce at the, uh, uh, like, the places I get steak usually are just the, uh, you know, Sakura, those uh, Japanese grills and all that. Even if you have to use a sauce, that's fine. The sauce is tasty. In general, I don't because it's, you know, offensive to the guy who uh, made the steak. Generally, sauceless guy. But if you have to, just it, it's better for us, better for the environment. I'm willing to give it a shot. Let's go. Can't be so stuck in your meat-eating ways that you don't grab other stuff. And apparently, chicken and pork, yeah, they're a lot better for the environment overall. So, hmm. apparently, beef's the big one. Yeah. Man, chicken. I don't know if you too much YouTube on shopping. I know, Gonzo, you said you had stuff delivered, and then your uh, significant other, uh, your spousal unit, went out and got uh, uh, groceries. But it is occasionally a wasteland. I go looking for chicken breast, and there's chicken, but there is no chicken breast. Yeah. And toilet paper is, like, hard to find, which is weird. Like, they have tons. It's just like, why... How much toilet paper are you going to go through in this period? Yeah, well, I did just you don't see that, that. Did you see that someone made a calculator to figure out how much toilet paper you needed within a certain time frame? Because everybody was, you know, buying so much. They were like, well, if you have this many tape, you know, rolls and you have this many people in your family, this is how long it's going to last you because it's ridiculous. Assuming you don't have... Uh, some kind of weird irritable bowel syndrome yeah. or something. I actually have stomach problems. Yeah. And from the time this started, say, you know, about two weeks ago, I have not even gone through an entire roll of toilet paper. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Just saying. Crazy. Let's talk about movies this time. Is that time already? Yes. Kathy, you can continue painting? Yeah. Okay. I'll just leave it on the paint cam. Well, no, me, Gonzo, she's got to stop to talk about all the movies she's watched. How many 75 movies did you watch, Kathy? One. Oh, shit. Damn. I know. And it was a foreign language film. What? You may I'm be shocked, shocked to learn. <laughs> Let me see where I'm at. Did we just jinx? A little bit. So, so what you got? Tell us, Cassie. It was it was called the uh, the Noble Intention. Also, originally, I guess it was called Public Works, but in Dutch. So it's a Dutch film. 
and it's a period piece. It takes place in 1888, and it's about this guy who's a violin maker. Uh, the government thinks he's a cabinet maker, but he's actually a violin maker. I mean, he works with wood, but, but he makes and repairs violins. And this guy brings his violin in after a horrific experience and uh, wishes to... Uh, to pay for medical because he, he's 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 heard that his doctor's cousin is the violin maker, and uh, so it trades his violin in. The violin, the guy's like, ah, oh, no, it's it's hardly worth anything. I'll see what I can do. His cousin from America, who's this rich big time fancy pants guy, is is in town for a couple of weeks. Turns out he's a He's a broker for immigrants, the kind of person who facilitates immigrants to uh, cross the ocean and get to America. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a racket. It's not like people smuggling or human trafficking or whatever. It's a legitimate, you know, you give them this down payment to get across the ocean and then are then they have to pay back with interest. Oh yeah. And then but once they're there, they, you know, it's in 1888 apparently it's the land of plenty still. <laughs> Certainly it is for people who are just digging, you know, peat turf for a living. Um anyways, so it's really way more convoluted, but I like it would take me a long time to explain it. I don't know. It's not the kind of movie that I normally watch. It was, I think, historical fiction because it was centered around a, a hotel that actually was built in Amsterdam. And, and uh, it, this guy, his house, the the people who are building the hotel are trying to get him to sell his house which is on that land and he refuses he's holding out for the big money and after a while you the viewer know that this big money is never going to come and and that's the one thing about this film that was a little frustrating was knowing just knowing that this guy is going to get fucked <laughs> you know He's not going to get any money, and he's got all these plans for for this money that he thinks he's going to get. He's like, there's no way that they can build this hotel, you know, without giving me this money for this property. But as it turns out, they went and built the hotel around his house on all of the land around it. And then they're like, yeah, we don't really need your house at all, so fuck off. <laughs> and he had already basically spent this money. And that guy ends up going mad. Spoiler. I mean, nobody here is going to watch it. But, you know, he ends up going mad. His cousin, who has, you know, the peat farmers and the guy who sold the violin. The, the peat farmers, they're not farmers, really. They're just people who dig in the dirt. Um, they all want to go to America. And so they're, they're facilitating these people to go to America. And 
So they all go, they get on the boat, and the guy's worried because he didn't have the money to pay the down payment for the the goat, the middleman to make this happen and doesn't know what's going to happen to these these people once they're on the boat and it turns out that they haven't paid. Um, everything is doom and gloom. Uh, the guy, the, the violin maker guy who sold the that original violin at the beginning of the movie to his brother for a hundred bucks, a hundred US dollars. Uh, he ends up dying he ends up uh falling off the roof of his house and going you know first he goes mad then he dies right it's just this cascade of awful things and i'm like oh my god this movie this is so not the kind of movie that i normally would watch so depressing but in the end uh the cousin gets a letter from these immigrants and they explain to him that once they get to America, they don't have the money. But the violin, the violin maker's cousin, the, the American guy, uh, was the one responsible for paying it, paying all of this money. And so the, the authorities go to his house. He's fled. He's on the run. They search his house. They find this violin. It turns out to be... This super valuable uh, violin that is worth, you know, some amount of money that pays for all of these immigrants' uh, down payments. So they all get to stay in New York. Ta-da! <laughs> and? Fair enough. It was really quite beautiful, as it turns out. <laughs> And uh, and I was amazed. Uh, I so I've been learning Dutch on Duolingo, the the app on your phone. Mm -hmm. It's a free app, and uh, I think I might have recognized like ten words out of the whole movie. Obviously, I was watching it with subtitles, but uh, but I was trying to listen too, and it, and it just every once in a while I could c catch a word. And I'm like, wow. I have a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I it, it gets it gets one star because the beginning part was a brutally emotional, like brutal emotional, and then there was that whole thing where you know, come on, everybody knows that this guy's not going to get his money. Can they just? move it along a little so but otherwise it was phenomenal well, also it's on netflix that's based off a book and apparently people think that it is a little overlong and has too many plot lines that probably work better in the book that didn't work in the movie <laughs> well i feel redeemed somehow there you go uh, Gonzo, how many do you have? Like forty? Seventy-two. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll give I'll give you my worst one first because I was Are you like teasing it. No, I'm not going to tease it. This this one this this show just sucked. Uh, chunks. It, 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 you know, I was 
I was hesitant to begin with because of the subject matter and what it was looking like. But I was like, you know, I'm going to give it a chance. You know, they can still do something cool with it. Um, and it's on Netflix. Uh, it was, you know, an anime. Uh, and it is Beastars. And Beastars is a show about animals living in a real world. Uh, they're all bipedal, furry types um, type thing. And it's about uh, the carnivores are no longer civil. Kind of reminded me a lot of Zootopia. Okay, uh, I, that's what I was thinking when you said the uh, yeah. animals all living. Yeah, okay. And stuff. And so I was like, okay, I'll watch it, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll go through it and so on and so forth and give it a few episodes. And it, you can tell that this is a series or a movie made for the fans because everything is talked about like the fans are wanting this or, you know, people that are all into it because it was, the story is horrible. It's the, all the carnivores, all, all the herbivores are now afraid of the carnivores because they killed a somebody killed a herbivore. Uh, I think it was a goat or something. And so, okay. yeah. goats are delicious. And so they were, you know, all this fighting between it. And what really got me when is is this wolf that is trying to fight off this craving because there's something controlling and doing something to make the. Uh, oh, that really is utopia. Yeah, it, 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 I didn't get too far into it, so I stopped because um, this wolf goes to help this rabbit and get stuff done and in their garden. And I was like, okay, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, well, let's go to the shed and get stuff in the shed. And then the rabbit strips down naked. Almost. Um, there's a lot of, you know cut to certain scenes or, you know, cut to certain areas. And they were like, well, this is why you're here. I'm like, I've never had sex with a, you know, a carnivore before. And I'm just like, Oh God. Uh. And then it centered around. And then they, you know, the, it was just like, okay, okay. And it was, you can tell it was meant for what it was and who it was meant to, you know, talk about. Because even the characters, they were like, well, you know that that character, that, that she's a slut and she'll sleep with it. And I'm like, okay. Oh, so my I, God. I, I gave it one more episode and it was boring. And I was like, no, nope, I'm done. Um, this is geared toward people that are definitely into this genre. And it is geared definitely for... Uh, furries. Furries. Furry anime porn. Yeah. Uh, and... There wasn't anything shown, but it was definitely implied and definitely like she like grabs her and starts talking about, you know, furry cock. And I'm just like, no, 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 I'm done. That's what you're into. That's what you're into. But definitely not mine. Um, so uh, it's it, it to me, it's like right there on five space herpes. Because it's horrible, it's bad. The story was really boring too. That it didn't go anywhere. You just, it just kept on feeding into the the Zootopia thing. Well, something's happening to him, so you know, blah blah blah. And the one wolf is struggling with his desire not to eat. You know, these creatures, and it was just like 
Really? Just get on with it. But it felt like they were trying to, and then Zootopia may have, may have been written, you know, after this, but Zootopia came out Possibly first. Possibly after the manga, but not after the anime. Correct. Um, but you can tell that it was, it just, nah, nah, nah. I, I like my anime and, you know, I, I have, have issues with certain, th certain ones, but this one was definitely stretching it. Um, if you like it, sorry. You know, that's, you know, I'm not going to yuck on your yum, but I'm going to tell you that my, my yuck was really bad with this one. So done with that um so five space herpes completely don't even want to see it if i could delete it so i couldn't see it on there i would because it was just bad fair so. enough uh by the way just a fyi i have one uh, one two three four to go wow well, I'll start with my first one. I want to watch last week, and uh, it's one that another uh, podcast in the same oeuvre as us has reviewed in one of their podcasts and gave really, really shit reviews to. But it's when I was on Prime Free, so I forgot to watch uh, I Frankenstein. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, um, it's not that bad. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it wasn't I mean, great, but it wasn't horrible. It's it's pretty standard action fare. Maybe the one mistake they made was, uh, I don't know, going full CGI as much as they did because their budget wasn't quite there for that. I think that might actually just be the, uh, the biggest mistake. The whole idea is it's Frankenstein's monster. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's, of course, finally killed Frankenstein. Actually, technically, he didn't. Frankenstein froze that chasing him after he killed her, his wife. But... Uh, and then he gets, sort of gets involved in a war between uh, gargoyles and demons. And the gargoyles are the defenders of heaven, and demons are, well, they're demons. And it's about as exciting as you expect. They don't have nearly enough action for what they want. Some of the fight scenes are decent. The story is basic and cliched and pretty standard. Uh, and maybe one of Jai Courtney's best roles. Not that he has much to do. Dies part of the way through. Um, yeah, it's just not great. It's pretty much the definition of an average movie. There's nothing to hate about it. No part of you can be like, oh, fuck this movie. Nor are you going to be like, that was the coolest thing I've seen. It's going to be basic. And the whole idea... And they... I mean, I'm, I'm going to spoil this for you guys because uh, most of you aren't going to see it. Most of you don't care. Uh, but the whole idea is, of course, since he has no soul because he's a you know resurrected corpse, that they can have the demons who go to hell after they are killed and the body can only only uh, uh, animate can only go take over you know soulless corpses. And if it's a corpse, they can't move it around because it's dead. So the whole idea is they're getting his getting the Frankenstein's formula to make more of him. So they can reanimate uh, all the demons that have been killed. But of course it turns out he's done enough good that of course he has a soul. And he beats Bill Nighy who's playing the main demon lord. And we're done. If it's quick it's because the movie's quick. It's an hour and 34 minutes long. It is 
very average. You see those plot hooks coming a mile away because they lean into them. And there's just really nothing great about it. I would say there's ton of action movies that are better to watch. There's a ton that are worse. This is another action movie that exists. You got an hour and a half. It's not a bad watch. There's some some fun stuff. So some of the CGI is okay. Most of it's not so good. But I mean, it's a movie that exists. Two and a half space herpes. <laughs> what do you want? No, I, I didn't, it, it wasn't a bad movie. I'm going to agree with you. It wasn't great, but it was, definitely was not yeah. horrible. I mean, in a way, a- average is the thing I can say about it. Yeah. There's nothing to hate about it. There's nothing to really go out here. There's no scene that goes, "I'm going to rewatch the movie for that scene." Like, yeah, I'm looking at the IMDb page. It says more like this. I'm like, like Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters is supposed to be like that. I would rewatch that movie. This movie, I have no no reason to rewatch. Yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, one one and done. Yeah, one and done. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go with my worst again. Uh, working from worst to best. I watched uh, since you know everybody's releasing their movies early uh, on digital downloads or you know Disney Plus and all that other stuff. I watched Frozen Two. Um, there was no need to make this movie. There was uh-huh. really no need to make this movie. Even the songs that were in it, you can tell they pulled a Nickelback and went, oh, we're just going to change the lyrics to this beat and rhythm and everything else and just go with it. I'm going to take two exceptions with you there, sir. One is a lot of people love the song Into the Unknown. My coworker raves about it. His, his kids love it. Second, Nickelback has actually never actually fucking done that. Uh, there was one they did. There was uh, two oh. songs they did. They just changed the lyrics. I don't remember what it was. I know it's been a long time, but it's the running joke as I'm going with. Well, it is the running joke, but it's not a deserved joke. Um, I mean. But like the first song they sing was like one of the other songs. It was the, the same melody, same everything. And I was like, okay. And the whole plot and the reason behind it. And I was like, this really didn't need to... Be done. How many sequels need to be done? Correct. But everybody said it was really good and it was good as the first one. And I was like, no, it really wasn't. I was not really impressed by it at all. Um, I'll be fair. You're not really the target audience. And as you get those more sequels type of stuff, you're going to fall further and further away from, you know, it's going to fall further and further away from what you like. Because, I mean... Sure, kids will find a great sequel. Yeah, but they're all going to be Toy Story too. Yeah, but I mean, it really. I mean, and I, 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 I watch a ton of kids shows because you know I preview them for my you know kids, so we mm-hmm. can watch them at school. But I was like, this just wasn't. It wasn't good. Um, there was one decent song in it. Um, the plot and everything was like okay. Yeah, we've seen this before. Uh, Elsa's going to use her superpowers and save the day from everybody. Yep, we know it. Yep. Uh, I was just Remember, like... Kid just want to see Elsa and Anna doing more interesting things. So for the kids, it's going to be probably much more amusing than for you. Yeah. It was, we want a little more from the story. Yeah, there was just... I was really I was really disappointed because a lot of people said it was really good. And I was like, really? It wasn't. It was, it was, it was a meh. 
don't get me wrong, there was nothing wrong with the art or the CGI or any of that. I mean, nothing wrong with it. Nothing to hate about it, but nothing you're going to revisit. Yeah, I'm not going to rewatch this. I've watched, you know, Frozen a few times, but Frozen 2, I was like, uh, just leave that alone. We can't give Frozen 2 and I Frankenstein the same rating. I don't think we can. Are we allowed to do that? It, 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 to me, it's going to be probably like a two and a half to three. There were some cool parts to it. There was a couple of, you know, cool things, but it was like, we're going to milk this cow and we're not going to even really even be, you know, we're not even going to lie to you. We're just milking this cow. That's pretty much what it was. And I was like, okay, but I was not happy with it. So I'm giving it, you know, a meh, so a two and a half to three, because it just really wasn't good. So, where I'm going with it, sorry. If you liked it, sorry. I was really bored. Uh, If I could have fast forward, I probably would have. Which I probably could have, but I was doing other things. Well, my my last two uh, share a couple themes and uh, a couple themes and such between them, uh, and they are John Carter and John Wick. Uh, <laughs> first theme is they both involve main characters named John. Yep. The second theme is that both of them actually have the same actor in his uh, his you know friend or support role. Because well, in the photos, the voice of Tars Targus. And also plays Marcus. So there's my theme. I'm obviously not going to talk about John Wick. John Wick's amazing as hero, space herpes, Jesus fucking Christ, really? Oh, yeah. Still good. Actually, some of the stuff actually helps for watching it again after a bit. You understand why he does so much to help who he helps, uh, Ian McShane's character, Winston, because he did everything he could to help John, you know, when he was trying to get his revenge. So sort of see why he went there. Obviously, you know, John feels he owes him for all the stuff he's done for him. So, obviously, zero. Uh, and then John Carter, um, which was, you know, a historically, you know, poorly performing movie in the theater, unfortunately, because it is actually a really good movie. I like it. And yeah, uh, they, they're remaking it, from what I understand. They're going to they don't reboot need to it. Remake. They don't need to reboot it. They just need to do the sequel. Well, from what I understand, I think they're they're planning on rebooting it. That's a mistake. I mean, like, they might do it better. It's unlikely. I mean, there are some things. And, ha- and since I'm reading the book right now, there's some difference between the book and that. Uh, like, this really leans into the pol- politics of Mars, or Barsoom if you prefer, before getting into the main character, which I think is a mistake. But there'd be no way to do that without a ton of exposition, and that's sort of a problem. I mean, that's probably the biggest problem is how do you do the whole what's going on without a ton of exposition? If you can find a way, more power to you. That might be worth a remake, but otherwise you're stuck with a remake or something, some way, exposition to find a way to do it. But uh, the whole story, if you guys don't know the story of John Carter of Mars uh, from the book A Princess of Mars is uh, he is a Virginia cavalryman from Earth who uh, ends up on Mars through, uh, you know, it depends on the the version why he's there. Um, in the books, it's different than the movie. In the movie, he 
meets one of the sort of guys, the, the guys behind it, the Thern, who are controlling everything. They're immortal. And uh, he shoots him because he's surprised and takes his little uh, projection amulet, let's say, and says the last word, Barsoom, which is the word for Mars, and sends himself to Mars. And then he has adventures on Mars where he meets the uh, all the aliens there and impresses them all because since he's a human, he has he's stronger on Mars because it's got the weaker gravity. Um, it's a good, fun action romp. Um, if anything, the only real problem is that it drags a little bit at points where they could make it a little quicker. But it has a reasonably well-done romance between him and Dejah Thoris, the titular Princess of Mars. And overall, fairly good story. A lot of good actors doing good work. And if you have not seen this movie, you should see this movie. It is very enjoyable. Um while something like The Lone Ranger where it got bad reviews and you watch it and it's not that good. No. This this is that good. This is did not deserve the hate it's got. I'm sure some people didn't watch it. It was called John Carter. It should have been called John, John Carter, Carter of Mars. Mars. They couldn't call it A Princess of Mars because some cheapo company had made a movie called A Princess of Mars as soon as they heard it was in production, which is a shit move on a company, but... You know, it is what it is. But uh, they definitely should have had Mars in there. Should have really leaned on the action adventure of it because it is very action and adventure. Uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, I suggest checking it out. Like literally, if you've not seen it, you should check it out. I'm still reading the book. The book's pretty good. A little dated. I mean, but that's understandable since it's a hundred years old. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. I think it's a hundred and two now, nineteen eighteen or something like that. Um, so check it out. It's very good. Uh, give it, uh, maybe, maybe one space herpy just because like I said, at points it does drag a little bit. It's not quite a perfect movie, but it is darn enjoyable and good to watch. Gonzo, you get to close this out now. Um, I'll close it out with some quick ones. Uh, I'm watching the letter to the King, which is now on Netflix. Uh, it's a series. Um, I'm about six episodes in and it's really slow. I'm going to give the rest of it cause it started picking up a little bit, but if you're going to start watching it, know that it is a very slow show. Um, it doesn't start getting really interesting until like episode four or five and you're already like four or five hours into the show. Cause each episode is like 45 minutes. So I'm going to give the rest of it, see where it goes. See where it is. Uh, I know it's based off a book. I don't know how good the book is, but the book's got decent ratings. TV show's got meh ratings so far, so I'll wait for that one uh, to give a final review when I'm done. But mm-hmm. the other two things that I watched, uh, I watched uh, Resleeved and the rest of Ultra Carbon Season 2. Um, Resleeved is an anime, uh, kind of cell-shaded anime. Um, mm-hmm. Uh... And uh, it's pretty good. Uh, very ultra-violent, very bloody, very gory um, anime. Um, plot's okay. Uh, I'm not going to ruin it because it's still out there. Um, animated really well. Um, good fight scenes, really cool things to see. Uh, reminded genre? me... Do what? What genre? Um, it's... 
Because you say re-sleeve right before you talk about Ultra Carbon, I think, oh, it's Cyberpunk, but it might not be. It is It is Cyberpunk. I just don't know the timeline, okay. and, and that's my fault because I wasn't paying attention. That's Cyberpunk is a, is a valid yeah. genre. It, it, it is Cyberpunk still. Uh, and it kind of reminded me, like, all the lights and stuff and everything kind of reminded me of, um... oh, my God. What's the Harrison Ford show? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. It kind of reminded me of that with all the, the techno and everything and then that was like the style of it um and then it got into uh definitely altered carbon and everything but it was good i didn't have any problems with it really good anime wasn't very long so it wasn't you know anything to worry about so it's a good quick watch i think it's like an hour and 45 or so so it's not bad um, to know what you mean. do what it's a one-off not a series correct it's a one-off sorry uh just a movie uh, I liked it. Had a lot of fun watching it. Enjoyed it. Um, they make another one based off of uh, Altered Carbon and do it in that style. I'm all for it. Um, maybe one Space Herpes, just because there's some stuff you're just like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're going to milk this. Uh, it is, uh, it's there. There's just a few things that are like, eh, okay. But I liked it. Um, so one Space Herpes and then I watched, I finished out uh, Altered Carbon Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, first few episodes are kind of slow. They're kind of building the story a bit. Um, but it was good. Uh, it picks up a lot. Um, keeps going pretty fast. I can't wait for Season 3 if they do another season. Um, I liked it. I, can't, I, I, I just love the world. I know someone had told us that um, they were upset they weren't going to do more... Indiana Jones stuff with this, and I get that. I don't know if it would really fit. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, it, it's. I, I I liked it. I'd like to see more. I I want to know more about the ancients. I want to know more about the world. I want to know. I want more. I, I like it. I like that. You know, we didn't have to have the same actor as last time because you don't. God, have yeah, to. that's a really cool, really cool feature. Let's it lets an actor move on and lets us get some fresh in there if we need to too. Yeah. Um, action was really good in the show. Um, I really love Poe in the hotel. Uh, I think he's amazing. Oh yeah. Um, I, I love, I loved his story in this. I, I love, is he back? Yeah, he's in, he's in there. He's in, he even shows it in the, in the trailer. Um, oh, I didn't see it. I didn't need to watch the trailer. I know I was going to watch it, but yeah, uh, he is cool back. Cause he's one of my favorites in the old one. Yeah. Too. He's yeah. really good. You, he, they, they pull on your heartstrings with him a lot in this one. Um, and I, I like I like him. I like what's going on. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a season three because it's it's really good. Um, special effects were still great. There wasn't anything wrong with so, that. Everyone with Netflix, make sure you watch it to ensure a season three. Like uh, if you got some time time because it, you're in quarantine or working from home or whatever, trying to watch it because that'll help them decide season three. Yeah, this season was a bit more serious, unlike the first season. You know, there wasn't a few episodes where uh, Abuela was in it type thing. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, I gotcha. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the first season was pretty serious, but I, I see what you mean. Yeah. I mean, because there wasn't a lot of that. It was very a very serious series. Um, there wasn't any, like, low chill-out scenes like the Abuela uh, episode, which I think was one of the greatest parts of that show just because it was hilarious it as fuck. It was fucking hilarious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was it's great. Well done. Yeah, very well done. Very, uh, very loved it a lot. Um, but it wasn't. There wasn't a lot of that. Very little of that, to be honest. 
Um, it was pretty serious through the whole thing. Um, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm game for season three. Uh, give oh. it maybe half a space herpes because it starts off kind of slow, but it picks up and does really well. Um, cool. So, well, uh, for me. I'm done with uh, the Transformers series for uh, the other podcast. Thank fucking god <laughs> so i'll probably either do i'll probably do that as uh as fodder for a minis and movies uh since i haven't done one of those in a while but uh if you guys are interested look forward to that and then uh guess what i get to watch now gonzo my next series for that other podcast what is that star one? wars all of it all of it <laughs> all of it are you gonna watch them in what order though uh chronological so we'll do episode one, then episode two, then all of Clone Wars. And then four years later, uh, I'll skip to Rebels, I guess. is now Han Solo, then Rebels, probably. Or Solo, because I think that's the order they go in there. Uh-huh. If you want to send me messages while you're watching Phantom Menace, you know, feel free to. <laughs> to vent on it? <laughs> It'll probably be tomorrow, and Bane and I'll probably be watching, too. So... <laughs> I want to get through the first two quick so I can start watching Clone Wars because I can do that up here while I'm uh, painting, especially because I hear the first two seasons are a little bit rough. Of Clone Wars? Yeah. yeah it, it, gets, it gets much better. Oh, I hear that, but... Yeah. Oh. I've got to watch go. the newest season of that, too, which I'll probably do sometime soon. Yeah, I'll probably be ready for that by the time it's by the time they're done releasing it all. Yeah. So... Clone Wars is rough what I've watched. It, it, it starts off kind of rough, and then it gets a whole lot better. Ah. Sorry if I've been sniffling the whole time. I've been trying to keep under your wraps, but, you know, life is life. It's what it is. Guys, uh, we're coming down to the end of the podcast. We want to really stress out. Everybody be safe out there. Don't go out more than you have to. Kind of chill out. If you have to work, go to work. Just take care of yourself. Wash your damn hands. Um, as everybody's trying to push that now, yes. which it should be. Wash your hands is number one. If you can't, then hand sanitizer. Yeah. And for Christ's sakes, be careful with hand sanitizer. That's high percentage of alcohol in the ones we're using, which means it's fucking flammable. So be careful, please. <laughs> I'm um, serious. Yeah. Please just take care of yourself out there, guys. If you don't have to go anywhere, don't go anywhere. Yep. Um, hang out. There's plenty of things to do. You know, there's plenty of things online. Adepticant, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, there are plenty of things that you can do on there. Uh, I think there is a list. I think we, I don't know if we posted it on our Facebook page or not. Uh, <coughs> everybody that's streaming, everybody that's doing stuff. Bot, stream, holy crap. Yeah. And if you're just at home bored and you want to chat, like hit one of us up. Maybe we can chat you on Skype, you know, help you guys get through it. Check out some of the live stream podcasts. I mean, in addition to us, there's other ones out there. I mean, I also do Paint with John on Wednesday nights. I can give you some release, some interaction. We try and keep the chat room lively when we can. Or if you just want to chat with us, by all means, find a local Discord group to talk something you like. Maybe they have a, a live channel where you can chat about that. Um, do what you can. Just try and so you can stay home and stay sane. Uh, like I'm still, uh, I'm still streaming. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 3 p.m. Central, and uh, right here. And I'm going to be doing Saturdays too, because you know, not going anywhere. <laughs> well, also the thing is, is you know, for anybody out there, Zoom is 100% free right now. So if you want to get together with your friends 
and do a role-playing session online or uh, what is it? Um, Netflix is doing where you can watch Netflix together with your friends at the same time. Oh, watch parties. Yeah. So watch one person parties? starts it right and there's a code or something that you use. Yeah. There's, I there's... don't remember. But you all watch it. Syncs, it syncs the show up yeah. with everybody. So you're all watching it together at the same time separately. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you got to stay home, you got to stay home. If you don't, just be careful. Yeah, be good out there. If you need anything, let somebody know if you need something. I mean, there are plenty of people, especially your neighborhood. If you got a lot of, you know, people that can't go out, I have a few elderly people that live around me. Gonna check yeah. them on them. Say, hey guys, if you're okay? A place where you can help them, help them. Yeah, look out for each other. There's no need to hoard. There's no need to rush or fight over anything. We have plenty of food, plenty of things out there. Yep. So. Just take care of each other. Um, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Look out for each other, people. And hey, you know what? Tell somebody that you love them. I'm going to send everybody to Epic Duck Studios, by the way. Epic Duck! Oh.